Hi, everybody, and welcome to Coach's Corner. I got a lot of positive feedback to last week's episode where I talked about why growth is so painful sometimes. And I'm going to be doing more of these episodes on Coach's Corner where I just answer your questions. So if you have a question you'd like me to tackle in terms of a topic, not an individual personal question, but a topic you'd like me to speak about on Coach's Corner, hit me up on Instagram. That's the best way to find me and just let me know what you'd like me to talk about. I'm Christine Hassler on Instagram. Pretty easy. It's really the only social media platform I use. People are trying to get me over to Clubhouse and I've joined, but oh my gosh, I just think we're inundated with so much information and talking and social media platforms. Some days I just want to go back to like Palm Pilots and fax machines. (laughs) Oh, who else remembers those? So today's topic is a question on acceptance. One of our listeners wrote me and asked really how we do acceptance. How do we truly let go of something when we don't want to let go of it? And I always love how I get questions or feedback from listeners or clients that are perfect for me at the moment too. I happen to be going through something right now personally that has been very challenging to accept So everything I'm about to talk to you about today regarding acceptance is things I'm reminding myself of as well. And knowing the things I'm going to share with you today has helped me navigate through my own expectation hangover and disappointment that I'm currently dealing with. Before we dive in, I want to invite you to the next group coaching call we're having on March 11th. Steph and I are going to be hosting it together, and it's our second group coaching call on healing and connecting with your inner child, but we're really going to be focusing on how your inner child shows up in your relationships, particularly your romantic relationships. So our inner child is very active in determining what kind of relationships we have, what kind of friendships we have, how we are with boundaries, our attachment styles, sex and intimacy, the fights we have, the patterns we get into, the people we attract. I can look to all my past relationships and say, oh, well, that was my five to eight-year-old attracting that one and working that one out. That was my teenager. That was this time in my life. Our inner child is so connected to our relationships. And so that's what we're going to be talking about in that group coaching night. It's March 11th at 5 p.m. Pacific. It's $20. It's recorded. So if you can't make it live, no biggie. Go to christinehassler.com slash group. Again, christinehassler.com slash group. It's recorded. You can come live if you want, but you can watch it anytime afterwards. If you do come live, you have the chance to get one-on-one coaching from Steph and I as well. And for those of you who are considering joining our actual inner child workshop, March 19th through 21st, this group coaching call is a great entry into that. So if you're on the fence about it, you don't know if this inner child work is for you, I highly recommend you join us on March 11th. Again, christinehassler.com slash group. Another thing I highly recommend is Organifi products. You've heard me talk about Organifi. They are a line of organic superfood blends that offer plant-based nutrition with super high quality ingredients and less than three grams of sugar. I love all their products, but today I want to talk to you about their Organifi green juice. It is a great way to start your day or have an afternoon snack, or I bring the little packets on planes with me and put them in my water bottle so I know I'm getting good, healthy nutrition while I'm in the air. 
The superfoods in the green juice help reduce stress and reset your system. They contain a clinical dose of ashwagandha and helps to support healthy cortisol levels, which aid in weight management and stress. It takes just 30 seconds to prepare your green juice. I actually think less. You can buy the big tub or you can buy the individual packets. You can put it in your smoothie. Everything is 100% USDA certified organic. And those normal cortisol levels are really important. I, I would bet if I did all of your blood work or cortisol is actually sometimes better to measure in saliva or urine, but that's a whole another subject. If I were to test all your cortisol levels, I bet they'd be high. So why not do some things to help lower that cortisol level, help reduce food cravings, and also taste delicious. So you can get 20% off all Organifi products when you go to Organifi.com slash over it. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash over it for 20% off all your products. All right. So let's dive in. As we know, the human experience is full of so many amazing things, creativity, miracles, connection with others, laughter, amazing food, great travel, sex, dark chocolate. I mean, I can go on and on. And because we evolve through contrast, our experience also includes challenging situations and things we may not put in the great stuff category. Those of you who've been with me for a while know I call these things expectation hangovers. They're the things that are the unexpected, unwanted curveballs. Life not going according to plan or things going according to plan and not feeling like we thought we would. But the good news about the not so great stuff and the expectation hangovers is we have what it takes to let go of anything and everything that happens, to learn from it, to heal and move on. The suffering from our expectation hangovers or any disappointment does not have to be permanent. I want you right now to bring to mind the most challenging thing you've endured. Maybe you're having a hard time deciding because you're like, Christine, there's been lots of challenging things, but just think of one. And it probably brings up an uncomfortable feeling or feelings, anger, sadness, shame, hurt, betrayal. The memory of it may be something you cannot seem to escape and continues to impact the quality of your life. And that's brutal. You know, life and time goes on, but when we have traumatic events, disappointments, expectation hangovers, hurts, it seems like we've got one foot in the past, stuck in that hurt, stuck in that trauma, while another foot's in the present trying to move on. And it can be seemingly impossible at times. We can feel so stuck in our pain. Now, so imagine how liberated you'd feel if you could totally let go of that past thing that continues to create suffering in your present. Imagine no longer suffering over something that happened in your life. I know it's possible because I've personally experienced it and witnessed thousands of people let go of difficult even traumatic situations they've been carrying around for years and arrive at a place of total peace. So what's the first step? The first step is our topic of today, which is acceptance. So acceptance means we are free of judgment about the situation. I want to be super clear. Acceptance doesn't mean we condone what happened. It's not like, oh, this person betrayed me and that's okay because it was all for my learning. They were doing the best we could. 
boom, spiritual bypass. <laughs> that's, that's not acceptance. Acceptance doesn't mean that we just gloss over it and go, oh, there's a silver lining in everything. Acceptance means that we stop fighting with reality, as Byron Katie would say. We don't do the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. Oh, if you want to prevent yourself from being able to let go of something, go down the shoulda, coulda, woulda route. Beat yourself up. Think of all the things you could have done differently. Want to get in a time machine and rewind time. If you want to stay stuck, do that. (laughs) Because that kind of regret and that kind of self-beat will never get you to acceptance. So acceptance, and like I said, I'm going through something right now. And I don't like it. It's not fun. It's bringing up a lot. But I can't fight with reality. We just can't, and we can't struggle to understand why, because there's some things, you guys, that just don't make sense, and this, that just can't be explained, and that we'll never know. We can ask, what am I learning? We can ask, how can I heal? What can I give myself? But sometimes we just don't know, and I know how hard that is to be in that place, to think it shouldn't have happened to think that you were wronged, to think that you were screwed over by the universe, to think that you were victimized, to think that you did something wrong, to think you could have prevented it, to think that something is wrong with you because it happened. But if we go down any of those roads, we continue to fight with that reality and we can't move into acceptance. I learned in grad school that the first law of spirit is acceptance. Until we accept what happens with zero judgment of it being bad or wrong in any way, we keep it alive inside of us. So what happened, happened. It's in the past. Our judgments about it continue to keep it present and impact our future. Now I know you may be thinking, well, what happened was awful. I can't imagine accepting it. Remember again, acceptance doesn't mean you condone or agree but rather you're removing the judgment that keeps it active inside of you, that it shouldn't have happened, that you want it to be different. When you stop judging something or having preferences about it, it's possible to feel your feelings with compassion so you're actually releasing them rather than recycling them. And you know I teach the difference between releasing and recycling in my book, Expectation Hangover. The biggest key thing is feel your feelings. Acceptance like I said earlier, doesn't mean we bypass our emotions. We have our grief. I think a big reason that it's so hard for people to let go is because as a culture, we don't know how to grieve. We don't. We know how to numb. We know how to cope. We know how to be strong. We know how to, we really are freaking excellent at suppressing and repressing. We don't know how to grieve. And so many of us grieve in silence because things that happen that are hard for us to accept, those big expectation hangovers, those big traumas, those big owies, we often feel so isolated and we do it on our own, alone, maybe with a few close people. But grief seems to be something that we do in isolation (laughs) and Not only are we uncomfortable with grief, but other people are uncomfortable with our grief. I mean, think of 
when something's happened to a friend, let's say a friend's lost a loved one is going through a breakup or something happened and you may not know what to do, but the biggest thing that we can give each other and ourselves in times of grief is just presence and compassion. When we're going through grief or someone we know is going through grief, just being with ourselves or being with someone and holding space for the emotions and releasing those emotions, meaning letting ourselves have our cry, letting ourselves have our anger release without the commentary, without the commentary of when is this going to end or why did this happen? Or I can't believe this happened to me. I've noticed when I've been going through my own acceptance journey this past week, there have been some cries where I've had thoughts of, I've had victimy thoughts. Why, why this happened to me? This isn't fair. And after those cries, I feel exhausted and worse. But when I allow myself just to have the, the gut wrenching on the floor, sobbing, just letting the emotion move through me and letting myself feel the loss, feel the sadness, then I actually feel a relief after the cry. Still usually pretty dang tired, but I don't have the, the same kind of heaviness because when we cry or express any emotion with the judgment that it shouldn't be like this or that we're a victim, it just gets heavier because there, there isn't the frequency of compassion holding those tears or holding that release of emotion. There's the frequency of judgment and the frequency of judgment is heavy. So moving into that compassion, and this is where our inner child work comes in so huge too, because whenever you're upset about something, you better believe that little one inside of you is feeling it too. And so when we can move into that compassion for our, all parts of ourselves, including that little one, then the release actually feels like a release. So acceptance, true acceptance, not spiritual woo-woo. There's a silver lining. The person was doing the best they could. Everything happens for a reason, bullshit. And believe me, I, I think all that's true, but you have to move through the acceptance and the emotions before you get to that. But true acceptance moves you out of victim consciousness and empowers you with the freedom of true forgiveness. As we accept all situations in our life, free and clear of judgment and free and clear of the obsession of needing to know why, we are obsessed with certainty. And I know a lot of you right now are stuck in not being able to let go because you don't understand why. Why did this happen? I don't understand why this happened. Or you're thinking you could have done something differently to prevent it. So the struggling of the why this happened, or I could have done something differently, it keeps you stuck. So stop asking why. Start asking questions like, what am I learning? How did this experience serve me? What am I really feeling? What is this reminding me of? How can I use this current trigger, this current situation that's happening to heal things from my past that maybe I've overlooked? How can I use the information from my past as information and inspiration of when you've gotten over things before? Got to let go of our opinions and victim stories. They're not serving us. And empower ourselves by unloading judgments. We've been carrying around like a heavy backpack. So we're free to fully embrace all the great stuff that is available to us in the here and now. And so, again, for those of you who are struggling with something right now that's really, really hard to accept. Believe me, you have my compassion. Right now I am in it with you. And 
allow yourself to be in it. Allow yourself to be in it. I'm working with a client now who's going through something and she's resisting being in it. (laughs) And I said to her yesterday, the more you resist, like allowing yourself to feel the depths of the feelings, the longer it's going to draw out. We're so afraid of feeling the depth and the rawness of those guttural, deep emotions, especially deep grief and rage. I'd say the top three emotions we avoid the most, deep grief, rage, and shame. And we just dance around and avoid and put all these band-aids on and try to make it better through repression or distracting ourselves or numbing devices. And it doesn't work. Trust me. It doesn't work. I've tried them all except drugs. I haven't tried those. We're really alcohol, but <laughs> I've tried or porn or, okay, maybe I haven't tried them all, but I've seen them all. How about that? I've seen them all and they don't work. And I know the only thing that truly works is moving through with compassion. The reason why so many people say, you know, you don't want to get stuck in your feelings and don't feel too much. It's all mindset. You got to get out of it is because people who do get stuck in their feelings. They do get stuck in their feelings when they're in victim consciousness. So I don't advise crying all day and feeling sorry for yourself or thinking you did something wrong because that's all the victim and that's all the judging that will keep you stuck. So I really want you to get the distinction. It's the releasing the emotions, the full acceptance of what happened, the not fighting with reality and like just letting go of the need for certainty because we are spiritual beings having human experience and there's so much we don't know and so much we don't even know we don't even know. We're not going to know why on 95, 99% of what happens in our life, but we can always learn and we can always grow. So it's time to let go. It's time to let go of something you've been hanging on to with judgment or regret or shoulda, coulda, woulda thinking. Really, truly let go. Let go of wanting it to be different in any way, shape, or form. Come into full acceptance because that full acceptance is truly the beginning of your healing journey. Sending you so much love and many blessings. Until next time.